This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies ed tech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and it helps you assess student performance through actionable real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of different tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com forward slash B-E. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. Teal Talk Radio Season 7, Episode 6. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 6 of TL Talk Radio. I'm Lynn Funy-Hatton. And I'm Randy Ziegenfuss. Today, we're talking with Dr. Wendy Oliver, a nationally recognized leader in educational technology and digital learning, who's currently Chief Learning Officer for Edison Learning. Her passion is to equip and inform parents and educators to ensure all children have the best learning experiences. Dr. Oliver authored Not Your Mama's Classroom, What You Need to Know as a Parent About Your Child's Digital Education. In this book, Wendy provides simple strategies and resources to help parents and students navigate a successful transition into a safe online learning environment. Welcome to the podcast, Wendy. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. All right, so let's get our conversation started with a story, a personal story or connection. What really brought you to write the book, It's Not Your Mama's Classroom? Well, I've been in online learning for almost 20 years now. And what I've realized as I've talked to parents over the years is we as educators have not done a good job educating parents on what to expect when their child comes home with a Chromebook, for example, instead of textbooks. And so many parents have asked, how do I help them with homework? How do I help with math when I don't have any examples? And as a result of that, my heart, I guess I'm a bleeding heart, my heart really uh, felt for these parents. And, you know, I I really wanted to give parents a resource and how they could help students. Um, Another part of that is digital safety is so important. And, you know, I find myself now, mainly talking to parents about digital safety with students or about with their children when they come home with Chromebooks or letting them use their iPads, for example, in their bedrooms. Um, And that there just seems to be such a need. Um, And maybe because I have an eight-year-old now, um, it's just really a personal uh, passion of mine. So let's talk about how you specifically organize the book. So if I'm a parent, what are some of the questions that I might have and how might I find some answers in your resource? So I really tried to organize it thinking through as a parent and and what questions have parents asked me. But I started out with a little bit of theory on, okay, first of all, why on earth do teachers assign homework? Um, And then why does it make sense that that homework's digital? And why are we even giving kids uh, computers to do their homework if there are all these risks? So it starts out with why homework? Where did it come from? And why are we doing that with a little bit of learning theory? Even explaining, you know, okay, why do teenagers not make the best decisions? yeah, we're putting these computers in their hands so they can reach out to everybody under the sun and, and, and do all kinds of crazy things. Um, and the reason for that, the reason why we're doing that is because they're so much more motivated uh, because of technology. 
So I explain why that is. Um, and then I go into, okay, now your teachers are online. So whereas in the past, maybe at the drop-off line at school, I could have reached out and asked the teacher a question. And you don't, you don't have that opportunity as a parent now. So how do you communicate with that parent? Um, or how do you communicate with that teacher rather? And so in the book, I even give examples of sample communications on how a parent could reach out to a teacher. And also, what do you say and what do you ask? Um, also, um, how do you find resources online and which resources do you use? How do you look at a website and figure out, is that website collecting personal data on my child? Uh, is it a good website to use? And, you know, definitely don't pay for a website for resources for your child. Um, I walk, walk parents through that. Um, also walk through some supplemental resources for parents and I provide a list of those. Um, so just a ton of resources and the goal was um, from my perspective, really for a working parent to be able to quickly go through the book and point to something that he or she needs um, and just uh, grab it and then um, work with their child uh, for that particular need, whatever it is, and move forward in a, in a quick way. So super timely, especially now that many of our schools around the country yeah. are going to either the hybrid learning where there's several days a week that students are, are learning remotely or even entirely uh, all week uh, working entirely remotely. So from that parent perspective, um, they get to get into your mind as a parent, but also as this online expert. Absolutely. And, you know, I even walk through how do you set up your online environment um, for your student that's working from home. And I released the book um, in October of 2019. So before the pandemic. Um, so it is extremely timely. And I have recommended it to so many parents because they're struggling with how do I get organized, uh, which I actually cover in the book as well. Um, and and that, I think, has been really critical and it's been really helpful to a lot of families. So your book starts out with the topic, the not so popular topic of homework. Um, why did you choose to start with that topic and, and give our listeners a little inside peek about um, what that content involves? Well, the reason why I chose that topic is because I feel like that's where educators have not really informed parents and I, that's where parents are struggling. So as long as kids are at school and they have the teachers there to support them and help them, um, then they're fine. But when they come home and they have homework and they need to get online to do their homework, a lot of times as parents, we just say, okay, go ahead and do that because the teacher asks them to do that. And in reality, I don't think parents really think through um, all of the opportunities for problems when their child just uh, hops online unsupervised. Um, the, the other reason is because that's where I have gotten so many questions over the years from parents. I don't know how to help my child with his or her homework. Um, I, I don't know how to do this. I don't have a textbook to look at for an example. Um, I don't even know how to do this new math. And if I don't have the textbook for this new math, then how do I, how do I help? And again, this was pre-COVID. Uh, and so we have so many school districts who rightly so are removing their textbooks and instead using digital curriculum because it engages students and it's usually more updated. And so the student's work is online, but that takes the parent out of the equation. And the reason for that, I think, is because we aren't communicating clearly as educators. And the parent is absolutely critical to the equation uh, with education. We have to have that parent involvement. 
And so isolating the parent uh, is not helping our educational system. And so we need to bring that parent back into the fold. Um, and we start, I think we need to start by explaining, okay, here's why we need you helping them with their homework. We need you supervising, we need you involved. And our intent is not to remove you from the fold by sending it home online. It's not just here, okay, go get on the computer and do it. We don't need, we don't need you involved anymore. That's not the intent. So right up there with the, the homework questions are probably questions around online safety. And now that, you know, my kid has uh, a computer that he's bringing home, it's probably somewhat disruptive uh, to the household. And one of those things that I'm not really certain about, because I hear all this stuff uh, in the news, like, is, is, my, is my child safe? What do, you, what do you share in the book about um, this idea of digital safety? What ideas can you share with our parents? Yeah, so honestly, anytime I present on the book, the topic that I spend the most time on is digital safety. And that's where parents have the most questions. But it's also because what I bring up, there's so many things that they have not even heard of or thought about. Uh, I tell a story um, because I want people to know that I can relate, right? I'm human too. So when my daughter was seven, we went on vacation and she, she and her friend go running in with their iPads. And they get into the condo and hop online. It was an open open network. And one of them said Pegasus and the other one said Unicorn. So you can imagine what came up uh, because it was unfiltered. Because at home, everything is set on my network, not on the machine. And so they come running to me because they a, a male anatomy came up on the screen and they thought they were going to be in big trouble, right? They thought they had done something wrong. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I'm an expert in this. And my seven-year-old just did this what have I done wrong? Uh, right. But you know, in reality, it's because at home I have everything protected. Um, so I would say to you, it can happen to anybody and it's critical to have your settings on your network, your filter set. You can set Google for safety. Um, you know, you have to have a conversation with your children because there are so many online predators. And I always say, you know, we're cognizant of, uh, predators on the playgrounds where we're cognizant of, um, teaching our children um, stranger danger, right? But we, we don't tell them about that online. And in reality, it's really a problem online and they can impersonate other children. Um, so it's a real conversation to have with our kids. Um, and and that's, that's one thing that we have to be so mindful of um, as far as digital safety. So if you start with that conversation with your kids, I don't think kids need to know all the statistics, but I do think parents do. And I walk through a lot of those statistics in the book. And quite frankly, when I was researching for the book, uh, I was baffled at a lot of the statistics um, around, around the predators. Um, so that, that I definitely think folks need to pay attention to. Yeah, certainly a, certainly a difficult issue. Yeah, it is. And um, I think, you know, a lot of parents just think, okay, your, your teacher assigned this to you, so hop online and do it. And, and they don't realize, oh, well, maybe I should be supervising you when you're online. Um, you know, and then you can even, if, if you even start thinking about it, we have so many social issues with young ladies and when they're on social media and the pressures. Um, a lot of those aren't even coming from their classmates, even though they think they may be. So that, that opens another door. Um, you know, around social pressures and confidence and depression that we're seeing in our society with girls. Um, and, you know, parents just think, oh, she's just on her phone and they don't realize really what's happening there. 
So some interesting content in the book, um, you shared with us how it's organized. We highlighted a couple of topics and there are some additional topics included in the book. You can um, see the link in the show notes. And uh, before we invite you to share what's next for you, Wendy, or what you're working on next, we'd love to hear your thoughts on a few rapid response questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's have them. All right. Who's one expert our listeners should connect with to learn more about parents supporting learners in the online learning environment? I recommend Common Sense Media, which is not isn't necessarily an individual, but it is a group of individuals. They they recommend science. They have readings. Um, they have quite a bit of material for parents um, that I think are really uh, pretty awesome. And and I I regularly go to that site. Common Sense Media is a great resource. How about if you're recommending a book to our listeners? What might that be? So a book to your listeners, um, you're going to find this an interesting reference, but it's called uh, Big Life Journal for Kids. And the reason why I recommend that book is because um, I think now, especially with COVID, uh, the social emotional piece with children, I don't know that we're spending enough time with our children. And this book is designed for elementary age and for high school age children. And um there are also podcasts associated with it. So it brings in and models digital and blended education. And you really get into some deep conversations and it's an appropriate way to use uh, digital media and blended learning and also to engage with children and for parents to have those conversations um, about social and emotional learning. But then you can also, as you bond with your child through those conversations, you can open the door to have some of the deeper conversations about um, the topics that I mentioned earlier. All right, excellent. And is there any other resource that you might like to share, a blog or another website uh, that you follow regularly? Well, I will say that I have a podcast coming soon um, that is really intended to um, join parents and teachers in the communication to bridge that um, to bridge that communication and that's coming soon um, and I, I'm hoping that that will help with um, everything that we're going through now as children are remote uh, as we talked about a little bit before we came on air for the podcast but um, that communication is so critical. Good resources there for our, our listeners which are going to be teachers as well as uh, we'll share this with our parents as well. So Wendy, last question, what are you working on that you'd like to share with our audience? Well, um, I'm actually working on, um, like I said, the new podcast that's going to be coming out, Building the Bridge, which is um, for teachers and parents and how they can communicate. I'm also working on a second book. Uh, I've had so much success with the first book and um, specifically uh, the book is for teachers. Um, because teachers have, a lot of teachers have just been thrown into this world of teaching online from the traditional classroom. So I'm very excited. Um, you know, it's going to have a casual tone, just like Not Your Mama's Classroom for Parents, but it's going to be for teachers, um, because, you know, one of the things that's kind of been left out of this whole transition is professional development and training for teachers. They just kind of got thrown into this. So I'm working on that. I'm really excited about it. And that's taking up a lot of my time right now, quite frankly, between that and the podcast. I'm sure. <laughs> and then uh, working with your children working at home, I'm sure, in terms Absolutely. of remote learning as well. Yes. 
All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today, Wendy. It was a pleasure to hear about your book and learn some more resources. For our listeners, we'll link in the show notes, um, Not Your Mama's Classroom, The Big Life Journal for Kids, also uh, a couple podcasts and um, the Common Sense Media site that Wendy recommended. Each episode, we leave you with a question to think about with the idea of provoking reflection and conversation. This episode's question, how might parents and teachers work together to support learners in the new online remote learning environment? If you've enjoyed this episode, would like to comment or check out the resources shared today, visit the show notes at tltalkradio.org and look for season seven, episode six. That's all for this episode. We'll be back next week with another conversation featuring other innovative thought leaders. Thanks again, Wendy. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, and improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all of these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.